everyone. I'm Sarah Leach, and this is from the newsroom, the semi-regular podcast from the Holland Sentinel. Today, I am joined by Audra Gamble, our public safety reporter. Hello, Audra. Hi, how's it going? Pretty good. So one of the bigger stories that we had last week actually is an update to an uh, another story that was, uh, it's a couple of years ongoing, yes. uh, about boars and farms. And they're a prominent farmer in the Zealand area. And I understand that they ran into some additional legal troubles last week. Um, and why don't you tell us a little bit about the background of the story that we reported on, what was that, about 18 months ago? Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, last July ish, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll put on my um, court reporter hat instead of crime reporter for the moment. Um, this is an ongoing, I'll say, series of lawsuits against Borson Farms. Uh, Borson Farms is a corn and soy grower in Zealand, like you said, and they're a pretty big operation. And for the last two, three-ish years, it's been kind of a, a train of lawsuit mm-hmm. after lawsuit after lawsuit. Yeah. From, beleaguered is the right, word that comes to mind. exactly. Um, from different creditors, basically. So some of them are farming cooperatives. Some of them are um, like supply and... Um, equipment manufacturers. Yeah, so like Monsanto Seed and, and John Deere equipment, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, and then some some banks that loans were, were taken out of. And the newest one was filed last week in federal court um, by Helena Agra Enterprises, which is out of Tennessee. And they are... Um, like a agronomic provider, loans, different types of equipment, that sort of thing. Um, and they are suing Borson Farms for just around $15 million, which is a good chunk of change. Mm-hmm. Um, this is coming on the heels of that story you were talking about from last year, um, where CHS Capital, which is kind of a similar um, farming cooperative, you can you know rent equipment and, and buy equipment, that sort of thing. Um, sued them for quite a lot more, which was about $145 million. Mm-hmm. And that was both equipment and um, capital debt. So it's been a little bit of a rocky road recently for Borson Farms. Now, we're talking about a lot of money, $145 million in the previous lawsuit, $15 million here. Sure. Um, and then there were a couple of uh, other suits. Right, that smaller, smaller suits. Amounts. Right, right. So one has to beg the question of... How much is this company worth, and at what point would this actually prevent them from being able to continue to operate? Right. That's a great question. Um, So the farm has the amount that they can get from their crops in the ground, right, Mm -hmm. from the corn and the soy. Um, And in that that CHS capital lawsuit, that $145 million one, there was an estimate in the legal documents for that saying that the the crops in the ground at the time – were around fifty million dollars worth of okay, of and that would just be the crops, correct? Right. right. So, so that's that wouldn't not, be land or right, equipment, right? Exactly. Um, so that's kind of like the hard number that we have for them. But of course, that doesn't include the land, and they have around eighty three thousand acres of land. Now, some of that is big parcels, and some of that is kind of little bits and pieces here and there. And they own land not just in Michigan, but also. Um, elsewhere in the Midwest, like uh, Ohio and Indiana. So it's kind of like, if you look at a map, sort of like little lit up pieces here and there, it's not like a big chunk of 83,000 acres, you know, in one spot. Right. um, Just to kind of help visualize that. But obviously that land also has worth, you know, independently of the crops in it. Right. So um, 
What do you think um, is happening? What are you seeing in terms of a, a commonality of theme in some of the lawsuit paperwork? You've been reviewing a lot of documents. Sure. Um, obviously, it's unusual for any company in any industry to be sued this often. So right. what, do you, what do you think? Um, what's your sense of what's going on? So based upon the timeline of when these different lawsuits are being filed, it seems a little bit like um, Borson Farms is is taking out loans to pay bigger loans mm. and then just kind of getting further in the hole as they can't pay back these smaller okay. bits and pieces. Um, the $145 million lawsuit, um, Zealand Farm Services actually took on that debt from CHS Capital. So mm-hmm. now... Um, or a subsist- subsidiary of Zealand Farm Services. Okay. Um, so now Borson Farms owes that money to ZFS instead of, uh, you know, this other company. So at least it's kind of more local. Um, so th- that was a little bit of a s- sort of temporary bailout to get out of, you know, another federal lawsuit. Mm-hmm. But um, that doesn't make the debt go away. <laughs> it right. just kind of changes hands of who owns that debt. Right. So um, generally the... The Borson Farms strategy has been to pay the biggest debt first. Um, so hey, that's the Dave Ramsey way. It very much so is. Yes, <laughs> um, I'm familiar. Um, so right now, that biggest debt was obviously the 145 million. But there are all of these little kind of straggler lawsuits. You know, one from Bank of America for a few hundred thousand. There, um, Borson Farms Grain, which is is kind of a offshoot LLC kind mm-hmm. of deal. Um, was in court today for a local small claims suit. So there's all of these different little um, tentacles here that will continue through the court system, which unfortunately is not exactly a quick process. It's, right. you know, lots of motions and hearings and that kind of thing. And um, what's the average time timeline for from filing suit to resolution? Would you see are you seeing in a lot of these um, yeah, lawsuits? It, it definitely depends on how much money they're asking mm, for. I see. I mean, obviously, a federal court that's, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars, it, that kind of case is going to go through much quicker than, um, you know, something local for maybe a couple thousand. It's just sort of the the scale of severity. Mm-hmm. So it can be a few months. It can be a couple years. It just sort of depends on the situation of those specific courts. And some of these are being filed in federal court because it's multiple states. So like this, uh, this right. most recent one, the company that is suing Borson Farms is from Tennessee. So obviously Tennessee. that's a federal court thing. But right. if it's a local company, then it's Ottawa County Courts or Allegan County. And that would move whatever. faster. Yeah, I mean, generally, yes, just in terms of um, how many cases like a federal court sees versus a local court would see much fewer, hopefully, mm-hmm. <laughs> depending on, you know, where you're at. Right. Um, but yeah, it sounds like the Borson Farms attorneys are uh, busy bees. So what are you seeing now that we've published another story about more, we frankly didn't know about some of the smaller suits. Right. And so we right. were with this bigger $15 million suit, we were catching up on some of the things that have happened and in, in between the two bigger cases. Um, what it, does the future hold for where this story is going to go and how you're going to report on it? That's a great question. <laughs> so obviously I'm going to be continuing to track um, the sort of tangential part, the new court document filings and the things that I you know, can get uh, complaints for and, and that sort of thing. But we're also getting some emails from some um, local farmers and some people in the area that are saying, hey, you know, we did business with such Borson family member and this was our experience and so Mm. we're getting some a little bit more um, personal um, anecdotes here and there of saying you know 
we've had some issues too and mm, and that sort okay. of thing so um, we're continuing to track the case sort of on both of those levels and and seeing how things play out and some of these court cases like I said are just going to move much faster and we're going to track all of them as best we can yeah. <laughs> there's quite a few um but um yeah we're we're meeting with uh some local people and and trying to get a hold of, of Borson for some more comments and you know like you said there is kind of a tipping point of how much debt is still viable right. for an organization um and that's a question that we're trying to get answered that's for sure do you know if they are um planting season is just around the corner yes. do we know if we're going to see um a, a a viable season from Borzen? Is it just assumed that it's business as usual right now? Um, so the last statements that I got from them um, in July of 2018 basically was, this is business as usual. Mm. We just have a new owner of our debt kind of deal. Um, however, some of that is that the um, portion of that 83,000 acres they own is now owned by CHS Capital. Okay. So, um, and that some of that is in Ottawa County, including um, some land with with a home on it, the Borsons home. So it's unclear who is actually going to be planting that land. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm not sure if it necessarily matters, you know, which which name is going right. to be on the bills, right. kind of thing. Um, yeah, as long as food goes in the ground and gets harvested <laughs> right, exactly. for, for money, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so that's a, a little bit of a complicated question just in terms of like who is actually um, handling that land right okay. now. But it's sort of a developing thing as all of these additional lawsuits come down and, and all of that continues. What do you think would happen if they can't um, navigate their way out of this situation successfully? Sure. Do you think that that would cause a, a void in the the farming business um, in the local area? So they are a pretty big farm. I mean, that's that's a lot of acreage. Mm-hmm. Um, in the past, they have considered filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Mm. They didn't actually end up going through with it because of Zealand Farm Services stepping in. Um, I think that it would be an interesting dynamic just in terms of that much land being available. Right. Um, I'm not really sure, you know, who would come in and grab that up. I'm not sure, you know, who has that, that sort of capital in order to do that. That would be an interesting. Yeah. I guess I'm wondering like if it would have any um, impact on uh, some of the, um, the, the dynamics of the local farming community um, just because they're such a big player. Sure. Yeah. And I, I think that's definitely something to consider, you know, as you're looking at the lawsuits that there's real farmers in Ottawa County that are Mm -hmm. affected by, by the reputations and the actions of, of others in that right. farming community. And the market forces exactly. based on decisions that the big players make, right? Right, for sure. Yeah, and um, I do want to read just a little bit kind of to that. Um, it was a statement that we got from ZFS last year, and their, um, their subsidiary that they use to take on this debt is called LT Capital. So just, you know, so that's not kind of a little bit of alphabet soup there. But the statement we got is LT Capital's goal is to ensure that more than 80,000 acres of crops get harvested and marketed rather than go to waste in the fields. It is our hope and desire that doing so will leave Borson Farms with the potential for more resources to resolve other other matters in which neither ZFS nor LT Capital are involved. So obviously there is some community buy-in here Mm -hmm. of, um, you know, recognizing that Borson Farms is a big player. Mm -hmm. 
but you know that buy-in isn't going to be endless and there um, are quite a few lawsuits to contend with at this point. Right. So um, it, give us a summary figure, uh, an estimate of some, the numbers that you've seen over the past two years in terms of what, um, you know, combined what some of these claims sure. have, have totaled. Um, I mean, because they vary so greatly, I couldn't give you like an exact to the cents mm-hmm. amount. But I'd say they're getting close to somewhere between 175 and 200 million. Okay. I mean, among all of these series of lawsuits. Right, right. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens next. And, um, you know, hopefully they're able to, um, to figure their way out of it. So Absolutely. we'll continue to report on it as always. Thank you for coming and talking with me and explaining it to me. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been another episode of From the Newsroom, and we'll see you next time. Bye.